Welcome to Beyond the Label podcast by the Blue Journal, where we are not defined by labels or society. Prepare to be inspired by guests who went on a non-traditional path, career choices, living abroad, relationships, self-exploration, and more. This is a safe space to be yourself unapologetically, with no limits to what we can achieve. Hi, everybody! Welcome to Beyond the Label podcast. My name is Leanne. I am the host, and I hope you are all feeling rested. Sometimes we forget to remind ourselves to take a rest and remember to breathe, take deep breaths, look up to the sky, don't look at your phone too much, and remember to drink a lot of water. I hope you're all having a great day. But if you're feeling a bit under the weather, I hope that listening to this podcast will make you feel better and feel inspired. So right now it is March. It is Women's Month. Cheers to all you girls out there! And so we will be featuring all strong ladies, girl bosses, moms for this month. So stay tuned for our upcoming episode. And let's get started for today's guest speaker. We will be featuring an amazing girl boss who created a blue-collar beverage. How cool is that? Today we have with us the founder behind Blue Brew Tea, Kim Lee. Blue Brew Tea is a tea company that specializes in a blue-collar tea. By using butterfly pea flower, we're so excited because you know blue is my favorite color, and we just really want to know how, like what is your concept behind blueberry tea and why you started it. So I first discovered、uh, the butterfly pea flower、um, a few years ago when I was、uh, living in、uh, Vietnam, and I thought, oh wow, this is such you know a cool. Drink, you know, it's blue. It's so captivating. I've never seen anything like it. So I just initially thought I'll just buy some, and you know, send it back home to my family and friends as a cool, you know, exotic souvenir from Asia.、Um, fast forward a few years later, I decided, you know, why don't I actually package this up and try and sell this as a product? You know, who knows? This could be the next green tea matcha. So I、um, got my hands on some whole butterfly pea flowers. I, you know, steeped it in hot water, made the blue tea, and you know, it was as beautiful as I remember it being.、Um, but then, when I went to go and have a drink, have a sip of it,、um, it just tasted a bit like water. So, <laughs> I didn't want to just sell blue water. So,、um, you know, being an avid tea drinker myself, I thought, why not blend it、um, with other ingredients to make, you know, a blue tea blend? And so. That's when I went on this journey to,、um, you know, find a tea master、um, to help me create new blends. And when I had this idea, I was living in Hong Kong, so I, you know, did a quick Google search to see, you know, tea masters, tea suppliers who could help me. And fortunately, I found one that was based in Kennedy Town, not far from where I was living. So I basically walked over and said, "Hi, this is my idea. Can you help me?" And fortunately, they did. And now I've got four、uh, blends. And last year I did a limited、uh, edition red tea blend.、Um, and so this year I'm excited to try out new、uh, flavors and potentially new colors. Basically, you just started the whole thing. 
when you saw the blue tea when you were overseas, right? That sounds so cool. Like doing tea, is it something that you wanted to do before, or did you just get the idea first and decide to do it? I just got the idea and then decided to do it. You know, I never intended to start a tea brand. I mean, I, I like I said, I'm, I love drinking tea, but I, I didn't think, you know, I'm going to make my own tea brand. Um, it was when I saw the blue tea that I thought, wow, this, this is unique. This is special. Maybe I can make something out of it. So that's how it all started. This is really <laughs> cool and really interesting to yeah. hear. No, I, I still can't quite believe it. Um, you know, that I've got this blue tea brand now and, um, you know, with people like you who love it so much. So um, it's it's quite exciting to hear that. Yeah, everybody, I love the blue brew tea. You should all go online <laughs> and search for it. It's exactly like what Kim just said. It's in this beautiful blue color, but with different scents because of her different blend, yeah. obviously. Yeah, I th- it was very important for me to create different blends um, because like I said, I didn't want to just be selling blue water. <laughs> um, yes. so, you know, I'm very happy that I've got these four unique blends. So originally it started with just lemongrass, ginger, and butterfly pea flower. Um, you know, that was inspired by the, you know, origins of the butterfly pea flower coming from Southeast Asia. And obviously those two ingredients are very popular in Asian, Southeast Asian cuisine. So it only kind of made sense to start with that combination. Um, and then very quickly it went on to, you know, peppermint and butterfly pea flower, which, you know, is very popular. Um, but the two blends that I'm most excited about are the ones that I created last year. So, you know, in March last year, when, you know, basically the pandemic hit around the world, um, I unfortunately lost my job like many other people did, and I was losing a lot of sleep. So I thought, why not create a blue tea blend that, um, would help me sleep. And that's where I got the idea to um, start with a chamomile and lavender base and add with butterfly pea flower in it. And that um, has been by far the most popular blend ever since. Um, I think maybe because a lot of people uh, were like me who were having trouble sleeping and so they wanted something to help them wind down and, and you know get a good night's rest. Yeah, I definitely agree because the chamomile version, like the chamomile blend is definitely my favorite as well. I'm glad to hear. Yeah, a lot of people say that. (laughs) I think so too. I think like what you just said, we all need help with sleeping. So from what I know is that you're not from Hong Kong and you moved from elsewhere so like where are you from and is it very difficult to start a business in somewhere where you don't speak the language yeah so um i'm from australia and i moved to hong kong about three years ago i'm starting my fourth year this year and uh starting in a business starting a business in hong kong isn't as difficult as i thought it would be um you know given you know, Hong Kong's reputation for being, you know, a, you know, a, a business hub where a lot of international companies have their headquarters here. And, you know, just given, you know, Hong Kong's international history, it was actually very easy for me to start a business. You know, I'm, when I wanted to look for a tea supplier, all I did was a Google search, um, you know, and, you know, when I went to the tea factory, fortunately, you know, people were able to speak with me in English. So, you know, it wasn't difficult to actually get started. Um, you know, I'm sure that maybe I've missed out on some opportunities because of the language barrier, or maybe, you know, I'm paying a little bit extra for some things here and there. But generally, 
I, I, I found starting a business in Hong Kong very easy, even though I don't speak the language. And, and I think that just goes to show what, how great of a city Hong Kong is. That is really great to hear. So now that we know that language is not a barrier, I, th- I think it's great that we are so welcoming yeah. and that you feel comfortable in Hong Kong to, you know, to start your business. So I want to ask, like, what is a big change for you in terms of moving across the world? <laughs> and I know that you didn't start your tea business. Um, it wasn't your first job so was it a big change to change your industries as well yeah so like I said I I'm from Australia and I um you know moving to Hong Kong I guess was a big change but it was something that I've always wanted to do and I knew that I wanted to do um you know I didn't really have my mindset on Hong Kong but I knew that I wanted to move overseas somewhere um and it was just you know by a chance that I finally settled in Hong Kong um you know I think when I'm you know, how I moved overseas was, you know, through my previous company. I used to work for a, a big international bank and I just thought that was the fastest way to get me overseas. So that's why I applied for the graduate program there and, you know, worked really hard to get them to send me overseas. Um, I think it was a bigger shock for other people around me that I wanted to move overseas. You know, a lot of people back in Australia were they, they kind of like where they are, you know, I think because it's so far away, they kind of think, oh, why do you, you need to leave this country when you have everything here? Um, but I think I always, always had that desire to um, live abroad, experience new cultures, travel. And so, yeah, moving overseas was felt like a big achievement um, rather than a, a big, scary change. In terms of... Um, making the decision to leave my, you know, comfortable job, um, that was quite scary for me um, because, you know, up until that point I was living quite a traditional, I was following quite a traditional path, you know, having, you know, gone to university and then getting into a graduate program and getting a good job in a big multinational company. That's all quite traditional and quite conservative. Um, And, you know, after five years of that, I realised, you know, what is considered safe and stable and traditional wasn't making me happy. So I made that decision to leave. Um, and that decision was really hard to make because, you know, working in that company was just all I knew. Um, and the people around me, um, they were the same. They were following that same traditional path. So many people questioned why I wanted to leave, you know, such a stable job. But I knew that I had to kind of take this risk and just do what I felt was right for myself. Um, and I think at that time, the idea of taking sabbaticals or taking gap years was becoming a bit more popular. And so I thought, why not just take a sabbatical or a gap year and then decide what I want to do, kind of explore the world, decide what I want to do. And if I want to go back, then I can go back. Um, I'm glad to say that I haven't gone back. <laughs> I'm still, I guess, on that sabbatical, that gap year, and I I wouldn't have it any other way. Wow, I think that is just very brave of you. All you knew was that corporate world, and I think like everyone around you was also in that yeah. path, and you just wanted to, you know, make something out of yourself. That is very Thank brave. Thank you. Yeah, I definitely, I, I was so afraid um, I remember being so afraid, but I'm I'm so glad that I did it. 
um, because, you know, it has changed my life. It's changed my attitude. It's changed my outlook. Yeah, it's, it's been great since doing it. Were there any um, disagreements or disapproval from people around you when you decided to leave? <laughs> um, it's funny you should say you should ask that question because <laughs> I think the, the biggest thing would be uh, the biggest critics would be my parents, and I actually haven't told my parents <laughs> after all these years. So basically, what happened was. You know, because I I used to work for HSBC, and then when I said that I would move to Hong Kong, my parents kind of just put the pieces together themselves. They said, "Oh, you're moving to Hong Kong, so you're working with you know because you know HSBC is moving you there." I just didn't disagree. I just kind of nodded and agreed with them. I didn't I didn't care to correct them. So I think to this day now, they still don't know that I did that. <laughs> Um, yeah, but I, I think, you know, because Asian parents, they want, you know, they worry for you. They, they just want the best for you, but they worry so much. So if I t- had told them that I quit this, you know, stable job, they would be so upset and they would probably, it would cause me more stress than there needed to be. So I think for everyone's benefit, I just haven't really, I haven't told them. I will tell them one day. <laughs> I actually think that has happened to several people around me yeah. as well that they were not comfortable enough or they weren't ready yet to tell the parents about some bigger changes in their lives because you know obviously i come from an asian culture as well and our parents always have their way of thinking and their way of like being right so it's very difficult to put another perspective in there yeah head. i mean you know, people like from that generation, from our parents' generation, they really want something stable for their children. You know, they they want the best for their children. So, and what they think is best is something stable and something safe um, that will, you know, be able to provide for their children for a long time. Um, unfortunately, for our generation, that's not what we're looking for. You know, we want to explore. Yeah. We want to try new things. Um, maybe that's the the problem of being a, a millennial, I don't know. But <laughs> um, I, I just know that I would have been very unhappy if I had stuck with, you know, that traditional path. And, you know, if I had told my parents that I strayed away from that traditional path, I think that would have caused more friction and more drama than there needed to be. And I, that's not something that I need right now. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I definitely agree. And I think I'm really happy for what you're doing right now and that you've found happiness in what you do do you think you will like what do you see for blueberry tea in the next few years <laughs> you cannot answer no no i do want, want to. to so i think okay. um blueberry tea i definitely see it going global um you know i when i envisioned this when i started this i i you know the, the idea i had was just to you know sell this butterfly pea flower to places like australia to america to canada uk wherever and you know because of the pandemic um last year that was limited due to shipping but i i hope that for next year for this year 2021 blueberry tea will be able to go global um that's that's what i have in mind um, for this year and for the next few years, 
I'm really excited for you, and I cannot wait to see people from overseas starting to post about blue brew tea. And I think I'm just, you know, I'm just feeling this joy <laughs> for you <laughs> because it would have never happened if you stayed in Australia, and you really just took a leap of faith to. Do what you want to do, and fortunately, you found this purpose. Yeah, you know, I sometimes I still can't can't quite believe, you know, that I'm doing this. You know, especially on those days where I'm sitting at home packing thousands of tea bags, and I just think, what am I doing? This is what I went to university for. <laughs>、um, but you know, despite that, I've never been happier. I, I've I really enjoy coming up with new ideas, and then you know, just Doing them,、um, and and I think the the best thing about doing it here in Hong Kong is being able to meet so many other small business owners like yourself who are on the same path or, or, or doing the same thing or, or have the same mindset. You know, we want to do something different. We want to do something a bit more creative. And、um, fortunately, there's a really great network of you know other small business owners that you can、um, connect with and and help each other with. Yeah, I completely agree. I love being a you know female entrepreneur in Hong Kong because everyone is so supportive, and there are so many resources、mm-hmm. that we can use. And so, I want to ask:、um, Would you have any advice to people who are also you know they want to break out of their traditional path and they want to do something? Do you have any advice to them? Yeah, I'd say just do it. <laughs> Do <laughs> yeah,、thing. just do it. There's no,、um, you know. Yes, it's going to be scary when when you first make that decision. But once you've made that decision, and once you know, maybe like a month after you've made the decision, you actually feel pretty good. You realize actually there is a world outside of what I had known. You know, for me personally, I finally realized there was a world outside of this bank. Things don't work out. You know, I can always go to another bank, or I can go to another, you know, big corporate company if I really wanted to. You know, there are so many options out there, and so just, just if you're thinking about, you know, quitting、um, or, or, or following a, a different path, then just, just do it.、Um, I would say, you know, maybe before you actually quit your job, you know, have, you know, start the business on the side and make sure that, you know, it's a, it's a validated idea before you quit your full time job, but Um, I guess my word of advice is just just to get started and to just do it and don't be afraid because there are so many other people doing it now and you know I think more than ever it's easy to start your own business the technology and the resources that are available to help you it's it's all very easy to access. Yeah, I think there are definitely a lot of resources out there. You know, even. Just to start an online shop, it's super easy to set up because Shopify accounts、yeah. or like anything basically.、Yeah. So you suggest that、um, it's better to create a business first or have a business idea first at least before you quit your oh, job. Oh, definitely,、right? definitely. So I made the mistake of quitting before I actually had anything.、Uh, I didn't even have an idea, and that caused quite a bit of distress. Um, but fortunately, I had a very you know supportive partner who you know you know encouraged me to keep you know going or whatever.、Um, but I don't advise everyone to do that. <laughs>、um, definitely, you know, have an idea and and get it started. Like you know, create that website. You know, build your Instagram page. You know, 
you know, maybe get a few orders, make sure your idea and product is validated before you decide to quit your job. Because the worst thing you can do is quit your job and then, you know, have an idea that fails. Because what do you do then? You know, we all need to, to eat and, you know, live somewhere. And, you know, fortunately, unfortunately, that means we need money. So yeah, definitely make sure the idea and the product is validated before you quit the job. Okay, that's some very good <laughs> advice. Because <laughs> I think um, that's so true. Like, yeah, like a lot of people don't know how to start or what is the procedure to begin starting their own business. So this is very good to know that you should at least have an idea first or, you know, like talk to people about it to see what others think. Yeah, and, and I think also, you know, when people think about, you know, quitting their jobs and starting their own business, it all sounds like great. Um, and, you know, you kind of get swept up by the whole idea of, you know, becoming your own boss and becoming, you know, a successful entrepreneur. But, you know, it actually takes a lot of hard work and you need a product that's actually really good. <laughs> um, so, you know, take that time to develop it, you know, work on it on the side of your full time job before you yeah, decide to take that big leap. Thank you so much for sharing these great advice. Oh, you're very welcome. <laughs> So we have this one last question um, during this interview that is, can you tell us something that you love about yourself? So one of the things I love about myself is um, my ability to actually fall asleep quite easily and deeply. Um, it's something that I got from my dad. He's always, I, I always remember him napping throughout the day. <laughs> um, and unfortunately last year, I think due to you know the stress of you know running a small business, and you know pandemic and whatever i didn't do a good of a job of prioritizing my sleep so yeah this year i really want to tap into that ability that i have and make sure that i get a good night's sleep every night because it really affects your mood and your productivity and all of those things are very important when you have your own business to run so I'm actually so jealous <laughs> by just hearing what you said because I take forever to fall asleep. Yeah, I, I think so last year, I think my biggest problem was not falling asleep, but staying asleep. So, you know, I think everybody has different issues and, um, you know, I guess doing things like, you know, having like a wind down routine before you go to bed will really help. I think um, putting your phone down, not looking at it at least for at least an hour before you go to bed is really um, helpful and you know maybe drinking some blueberry tea as well <laughs> <laughs> that is something i would definitely do drink some hot chamomile blueberry tea before bed guys yeah thank you so much for sharing with us today like it's really amazing to hear from your perspective you know on asian culture and how you break out of your comfort zone because it's really inspiring to hear you actually did that because it, this is definitely a topic that's been going around for a long time. Like people are always talking about doing this, but it's great to hear a real example. Thank you. Yeah, I think it's it's really important to kind of spread this message because I think we're of a different generation now. And I think we have different needs and aspirations from what our parents want. And what they want for us is not necessarily what we want for ourselves. And, you know, it's about time we start doing what we want rather and, and pleasing ourselves rather than pleasing our parents. Exactly. Exactly. I love that. We all have our own hopes and dreams. I love yeah, that. Yeah. And you know what? At the end of the day, maybe your parents are upset 
uh, that you know you quit your job but they get over it because all they want is the best for you anyway so just do what is right for you yeah exactly like they just want you to be happy exactly. at the end <laughs> yeah thank you so thank much you for having me that was really fun Last thing, um, where can we find Blueberry Tea? Can you what, what's its website or Instagram? Oh yeah, so um, yes, you can find us online on our website www.blueberrytea.com, and our Instagram handle is at Blueberry Tea. Um, send us a message or you know an email, and feel free to ask any questions. Thank you so much. So everybody, go check out Blueberry Tea for some nice chamomile relaxing. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Beyond the Label. Don't forget to subscribe and to follow our Instagram at the Blue Journal for your daily dose of self-love.